Lousy. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Fly Sweet Podcast, partnered with RaiderRamble.com. Head on over to RaiderRamble.com for all your Raiders needs. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about the game against the Jags, and then just doing a little bit of reminiscing about uh, our times at the Collie and all the all the fond memories. Because uh, or we're going to keep this one a little bit shorter for you guys because we don't need to tell you how bad this team is. They've been doing that <laughs> the last couple of weeks for us. Couple weeks. Yeah, that's true. Couple it's been weeks. a while. But uh, first things first, how we doing, Jose? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. You might as well just stop asking me that because it's yeah. been the same answer for like four or five straight weeks now at this point, this hasn't is true. it? This is true. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I guess we'll just just dive into it. Like, I, I mean, <laughs> I, I. It's funny because it's like this is great for the podcast, but I'm speechless. Like, I don't understand how you can talk about you know the last season in Oakland the last game in Oakland all fucking season long and basically come out and lay an egg i mean they scored the opening drive and then didn't do shit like <laughs> i and then second half we get conservative gruden who doesn't want to push the ball down the field com- combined with conservative car who doesn't want to push the ball down the field i mean i was thinking about it while we were sitting in the stands i'm like there are very few people on this offense that should feel safe. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you got Waller, you got Jacobs, and Renfro, and then, you know, the line for the most part, maybe Gabe is on the chopping, chopping block. But holy shit, man. I mean, the <laughs> Jags are bad, and that was awful. I mean, uh, what are your thoughts? Uh, it was awful. <laughs> it was awful. There is really is. There's no like sure coding it. No. There is no curveballing it. There is no change upping it. It's it's it is what it is. What we saw it. It was a shitty game. It was horrible. It was abysmal. And it was atrocious. I mean, it, every name in the book, every name in the dictionary you could think of, that happened. And it sucks once again for a second week in a row. It happened when we attended it, and even <laughs> worse, everyone attended it who spent all that amount of money. Just, I mean, for the ones who actually did, all that amount of money going to the last game, and they pretty much just took a turd in our face. I mean, Derek Carr deserved those boos at the end of the game, and I'm I'm a proponent of, you know, you don't boo the home team when you go there, but, you know, it's each their own. If you feel that's the need, that's you, but I don't believe that's the right way. Um, I mean, just the way, I mean, Che from the Pillaging Podcast brought a good point to me like after the game he said you know just seeing the way that these guys handled themselves right when the game end ended they like just chilled and just like quick senior jerseys like oh this game didn't like it was no yeah. big deal like yeah. it's just further proving your point that hey they talked all season about this and even obviously more, ex- more more exclamated this week and it's like you know what you guys didn't really care i mean personally me i knew they didn't care i mean of course they don't care they don't they're getting paid. They're getting paid millions of dollars. They don't care about us. They really don't. As much as that's why a little bit of my fandom took a stiff arm. And this is like, I'm, I'm in a way, kind of them losing makes me feel a little better that they're giving me the stiff arm. Because it's like, cool, you know, go to Vegas already. And as much as like I'm still going to be a fan, it makes it easier to like kind of forget about them in this way. But still, you know, not trying to harp too hard on it because as bad as it was, I mean, <laughs> they were up 16-3 and gave up 17 unanswered yeah. and didn't have an answer themselves. Which is ridiculous. I can't. I just. I, I'm shocked. I mean, they they rolled out Josh Jacobs out there, who we said they should just 
benched for the rest of the year. Just, you know, just let him be healthy. Yeah. And I just saw him tweet just like half an hour ago saying, I did it for the city. You know, sorry for you. Sorry about it, y'all. Like he straight up just said, hey, I, 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 this is my first year. You know, I don't have a connection with Oakland, but I'm just going to go out there and roll with it. Yeah. And I mean, he had a yeah, he had an OK game. And I mean, uh, they just pretty much just put a, his career. No, I'm not going to say on the line as dramatic, but, you know, it could have it could have been there. It could have been there. Yeah. And it was just disgusting, you know, especially especially just the way that they had no answers. And, you know, it's just pretty much the a continuing trend the last five weeks. Yeah. I mean, I respect the hell out of Jacobs for playing and, you know, doing it for the city. You know, that's the kind of stuff that, you know, us being local guys love to hear and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. obviously the the rest of the team didn't seem to get the memo. But, um, you know, it's funny you brought that up about Che. Is, uh, my dad and I, when we were kind of hanging out a little bit after the game, and he even pointed out, you know, the only guys that we saw acknowledge the crowd was Eric Harris and then Carr go shake two people's hands and uh, bounce real quick because he did not was not welcomed over there. And, I mean, it, it, it kind of is like that. <laughs> and it's like, you know, it, it hurts a little bit just seeing how how much, like, you know, we as fans pour into that. And, you know, it just seems like it was another game for them when, you know, to be honest with you, when you're not playing for the playoffs or you're not going to be in the playoffs, even if they won today, they're not going to be in the playoffs. You know, this kind of at least – you would hope this would feel like their Super Bowl, and it just, like I said, came out flat. Didn't matter to them, but hey, like I guess, I guess that's a good way to look at it. The way you look at it, pick me up a little bit of a. Uh, at the end of the day, it does make it a little bit easier that they're leaving. I mean, I will say this for them. I mean, in their defense, just trying to see it from their side, because you know that's what we're yeah. trying to do on here is that, um, you know, you, you they lost. You know, it, they yeah, were up sixteen three, and over as as overall of a good game they played. You know, the fact that they, they blew it that bad pretty much made it like a terrible loss. That's true. And the fact that it was the last game in Oakland made it even a worse loss. <laughs> so in their defense, it's like, why are they going to take victory laps and saying goodbye to the fans after just like straight, you know, shirking yeah. duty in front of us? You know, just straight, just cowering in fear to the Jaguars right in front of us. You know, I, I personally, if I lost like that, I don't think I could stick my head up and be like, you know what, fans, thank you for showing up. I, I'd be I'd be disappointed. I feel pathetic, you know, and, but that's just, once again, that's just me. That's just how prideful I feel and just how everything I wear on my sleeve. So, I mean, I, I would think that that's how they feel that way, you know, just being, yeah. being mean, just trying, thinking that, okay, you know, being a full player of my life, maybe that's how they thought as well. Since only like, you know, only a select few actually stayed around. Just like, you know, I, I'm just going to give my props to the crowd. Like, Hey, thanks for coming. I'm sorry. We fucked up. Um, that's probably the only thing I think of. Like, you know, they didn't, they just didn't want to say what's up because, you know, they, they, they that was a bad loss. It was yeah, the worst loss that, of the last five weeks easily. You know, had they won this, we would have been like, all right, you know, last five weeks suck, but, you know, they won this good game. You know, they handled the business and they closed the book on Oakland right. Yeah. But they didn't. They didn't close it right. And now it's like last season should have been the last game in Oakland because they closed that book <laughs> perfectly and it felt like they actually were trying to close Oakland outright last yep. year on Christmas Eve against the Broncos on Monday night football. Whereas this year it was just like, uh, uh one, two, three Cancun. So yeah. it, it, it is what it is. And that's, that's pretty much how it, it kind of felt received on us. And at this point, you know, who cares about looking how, how the rest of the year, weeks go for them. They're, they're pretty much already just oh, yeah. in, in, in the water at this point. We're officially into 2020 at this point. Um, (laughs) but I mean, yeah, I mean, that's a good point too. I mean, it it is a tough loss, you know, I can understand being pissed off, but I'm not going to hold too much weight into, you know, what I was talking about earlier, but it was just something, something that kind of stuck out to me and it was kind of like, 
just kind of extra little salt in the wound, I guess, for me. Right. But one thing I do want to talk so we can get a little bit of football. One thing that is, you know, I kind of mentioned at the beginning is, is Gruden's conservative play calling getting a little, uh, you know, worrisome at this point. You know, we've, our Mark Davis signed us up for 10 years of this. And, you know, it, it feels like every week or at least, you know, going back to the beginning of the season, you know, where it's the get the lead in the first half and then just hold on for dear life. And I mean, I'm sitting here like, dude, like this is, this is stuck in two, early 2000s Gruden. Like the way this league works, you score quickly and you have to keep your foot on the gas. And I'm, that's the biggest thing that's concerning for me for the future is like, is Gruden going to keep this up? Is Gruden going to learn his lesson? Is Gruden going to start putting his foot on the gas and keeping it going the whole game? I don't know. Is that, are you concerned about that, Jose? Uh, not right now, but I mean, that's definitely something we could circle back to yeah. if this team actually is in competitive fashion that we saw five weeks ago next season. Yeah. Like if they start winning games and there's a loss that, Hey, Gruden was conservative. Whoa. Let's circle back to these games and see if there's trends. Cause if that happens, then we can say, all right, it wasn't just because they were losing. It wasn't just because they were bad that year. It literally is a Gruden issue. No matter what the situation or scenario is, the team is good or not. So that's something that's definitely we can keep in the back of our pocket, but nothing that we should like really hold yeah. on to in our sights in the crosshairs as something that's big deal. Because overall, it's just it was just a bad game on every facet of the on the offense, defense, at, at pretty much everything. Essentially, you know, it's not like it wasn't a hundred percent on Gruden, but it definitely was him to blame. And you know, as once again, as we talked about the last couple of weeks, like, hey, his car's a guy, and it's like you know we know who he is, and he's not gonna get better. And look, the guy. Every drop back, you immediately look to the running back almost every time. And it was pretty <laughs> sickening. I mean, everyone who sat around me in the stands, I mean, even even Chris, who's a he's a pretty much a big a big carve homer, was a little getting a little pissed off a little bit. Not too much, but <laughs> the fact that he was even slightly feeling so a type of way, like was a big indicator. And just like, you know, the other fans, like I said, around us, just like, come on, car, why do you why does this guy like so afraid to look up the field past more than five, let alone ten yards? It's like really disgusting. And yeah. at this point, the we're just you know, when when you're in a losing season and he's just continuing to do that, just trying to play it safe, it's like what what like I don't understand what like I said, losing season, what do you have to lose when you're already losing? <laughs> I don't understand it. Yeah. Like this guy's just have any, and it's funny how I'm still circling and harping on him, even though you just started with Gruden. And it's like, <laughs> look, man, I mean, this guy, I mean, what is it about him? Is it is it is it Gruden that's making Car conservative, or is it the other way around? And like, you know, the fact that you raise that question, it's just like maybe it's just a car factor. Yeah. And once again, do they consider drafting one? I don't. They probably do. It just depends on the chip falls, and that's still a long ways out to how we preview it. But I don't know, man. In terms of Gruden being being conservative it's definitely something to hold in the back of the pocket but it's not something to totally harp on because everything was just a debacle today yeah no i hear you i hear you just something that was uh crossing the mind as we were as i was uh getting very very angry up in the stands <laughs> <laughs> but yeah all right well let's let's get off the negative stuff let's uh let's get the positives going get the good vibes going obviously last game at the collie so i'm curious man I know I'm gonna remember the Kali. Unfortunately, there was a lot of a lot of bad memories, but <laughs> I think the biggest thing that I'm gonna remember it is from one of the things that I actually noticed today, and that was how strong Raider Nation is. You know, we talk about the tailgates, we talk about us meeting up. You know, we only knew each other because we're Raider fans, basically. And I mean, just 
that's going to be the best way I remember it, you know, showing up when the team was 0 and 10 and or 3 and 13 finishing in the bottom 5 of the com- or the league every single year. And I mean, I looked at the I was looking around today. I saw one Jags jersey and it was all just Raider fans. <laughs> Raider fans showing out, you know, I mean, doing what we do at the tailgate. And I mean, I think, you know, we talked about it a little bit, but that to me is going to be the best memory of the Coliseum and what definitely we're going to move the most. So what, what, let me give, give me yours there, Jose. I think the reason why that's our best memory or your best memory is because there aren't too many good memories on the field. It's that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that doesn't detract the fact that it, it was awesome experience all the time in tailgates because that's definitely always my top ones all the time, aside from the limited games that we've actually seen that they've won. Um, yeah, top notch, man. Like I said, it when James asked us about little, like you know, last little thoughts about the uh, about the last game in Oakland, and it easily is like the tailgate, the camaraderie, just the fact that like today I, I I like some guy like gave us gave gave me and my dad a food that I never even met before, and I <laughs> like here have a beer, and he was like cool, have some tacos, and I was like that's dope, thank you. <laughs> so I mean. Yeah. You know, he was like, we, and we just chopped it up for like a solid five minutes. Like, that's a long time for a, with a stranger and everything. And for me, I love to talk, obviously, if people <laughs> notice on this podcast. And I love meeting new people and just conversing. So, I mean, that was pretty much easy for me. But, I mean, I, I, it, it might have been a factor of just being from these tailgates and just going to Raider games that added to that feature in me that makes me want to talk. Because everyone's so friendly and just like, hey, you're wearing Raider gear. You're the <laughs> homie. Like just automatically, like you know what, you're cool, you're cool. Like you can just yeah. wear stuff, just give them the head nod, like like was good, bro, and and, and it's just straight. So it, it's pretty much dope, and the fact that everyone can still stay upbeat with each other despite like you know watching the atrocious gameplay we've watched for the last you know 25 years since they moved back. <laughs> I mean, it, it's just pretty. It's just a great experience, and I mean, for me, that's that's definitely has to be the top notch. I mean, there's there's only so many limited games and. You know, but if I'm going to say one thing, it's definitely that because at least like, you know, I get to hang out with you, Chris, other friends, you know, yep. and like you might like an auntie today, too, and everything. So those experiences like it doesn't matter what the game is, at least like I know that's that's one guaranteed thing. Like a win's not guaranteed, but the guaranteed thing is I'm going to have fun before the game and then entering yes. in, I might be disappointed more times than not. <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. Like like just like you said, that camaraderie that comes in mm-hmm. with, you know, a bunch of people wearing the same colors, drinking some beer and having some food. And I mean. You know, we, we've talked about it a lot. Obviously, the tailgating part's an issue in Vegas. You know, it's just like, obviously, there's a lot to do in Vegas. You know, tailgating's not going to be that big of a deal. But not having that just little enclosed concrete area to just be everyone be everyone be with the people that they want to be with and whatnot is it's something that I'm just going to miss way too much. But And, uh, hey, I don't know if you noticed, but uh, when I just said – that uh, I met some guy, and he offered me tacos, and I gave him a beer. Did you notice how I said he accepted it? I did. I was going to that... say something, but I figured we'd just ignore, ignore it. <laughs> hey, he accepted it. He did the right thing. I was like, here, <laughs> you want a beer? He didn't say, uh, he said, cool, hell yeah, bro, thank you. You know? Did he have a beer already? <laughs> he did have a beer, actually. He had a White Claw oh, or something like that. And well, guess he didn't what? have a beer he then. Still... He had a White Claw. He had to upgrade. What does it matter? He's drinking on something. It doesn't matter. The point is, he had something in his hand. He was like, you know what? That's cool. Matter of fact, Devin's dad, George DeLon, DeLeon, who we hung out with last week and today, also accepted a beer. So that's two for two. So look who's in the wrong for a second week in a row. You. For How is it a second week in the row? I never admitted it. 
And you did not offer me one this time. Because you came in late and there was no more. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but what, how does that make me in the wrong for not for? Because you were in the wrong it? last week, thinking that all right, I had an excuse because I had a beer in my hand, and I proved you wrong. And then I proved you wrong again this week when I know that by adding well, on to the sample when you size. Prove me wrong. You say, are you trying to say you proved me wrong that I didn't have a beer in my hand? Are you no, saying I'm that saying... I was in the wrong? I admitted that I was in the wrong. I'm and I apologize profusely with all my heart. <laughs> Exactly, you're still in the wrong. So please, people, add to this. Is it still okay to deny someone <laughs> a beer, or not even a beer, just say you're sober, and someone says, here, you want a beer? Do you say no? Of course you don't. You say yes. <laughs> you're respectful and say, you know what? You're the homie. You want to get me drunk. I appreciate that. Let me get that for you, and let me adhere to your wishes. Well, I like I said, I, I'd like a chance to redeem myself. I, I'll tell you what. Next time we hang out, you present me a beer, and I will accept. Well, it's too late. You fucked up. <laughs> That's messed up, man. Forgiveness. Forgiveness is the biggest tra trait. Everyone's a witness. Your dad, <laughs> girl, everyone, Chris, my, everyone was there. They witnessed yeah. it. They witnessed your disappointment. <laughs> All right, man. You got any more thoughts on the collie and uh, closing things out in Oakland? We'll wrap that up pretty quick. I mean, just that... I mean, like you said, like you you said, like almost for almost every episode, it's a dump, but it's our dump. And I mean, yep. I think we, I think me and you, we were all walking at one point to like a row to find someone, and like there was a bunch of sewage that's it was straight <laughs> piss, and it literally was piss on the floor, like yep. like a river in the parking lot. It was disgusting, and I was like, wow. And I wonder, and I can only wonder why they want to leave here. Like Jesus, <laughs> shit show. But I mean, I mean, even talking with like some dudes from the athletic, I was asking, hey, how's the press box up there? Like compared to like Levi Stadium, they're like, he looked at me. He was like, uh, <laughs> how do you compare a dumpster site to a space station? And I was like, that's a weird ass analogy, but I understood exactly what you said. And I was yeah. like, wow, that's how horrendous the stadium is. And good luck at Oakland Athletics finding out what stadium you're going to get at because <laughs> that city of Oakland is not being helpful at all. I mean, just uh, just just everything in general man just like i said the tailgate and then a bunch of games i can just ra route ra rail off on i mean yeah it's is you know it, i made peace with it you know i shed some tears on my own just thinking about it living alone you know me and my dad took it out at some point just like reminiscing and it was just you know at this point it's like I, I, once i wake up tomorrow it's like you know what it was great and i've officially moved on and yep it's you know go ahead go to go to vegas already a little bit saltiness to it and it might be even <laughs> feels better because like they're losing so they can leave but i mean ah it's just you know be going there since i was three years old you know for the last like 21 years yeah it's like rough but i mean you know it is what it is you know you can't you can, yeah. everything change you know not not all things not all things will last forever and things come to an end and then you know i mean the Warriors' reign come, came to an end <laughs> at some point, you know, and yeah. they left the work going. I mean, everyone, everyone's reign comes to an end at some point, so it's just something we just all got to accept and just move forward. Yeah, for sure. Definitely a, a somber mood for, for me, too, you know. I think I shed a, shed a little tear at the end of the game. I'm not afraid to admit it. But, um, <laughs> you know, it was funny. I was walking in with my dad and kind of talking about the Coliseum and all the times we've had, and I'm like, Coliseum to me, like always just embodied the Raiders. You know, it's just this rough, rugged thing that, you know, doesn't really belong in the NFL, you know, if you kind of think about it that way. And it's, you know, the city of Oakland just had that same attitude as like that Raider, what you would imagine. And it's going to be weird seeing them somewhere else. It's going to be really weird calling them the Las Vegas Raiders. But like it you is. said, man, life moves on. 
and uh, thankful for the memories we had. And speaking of the future, I mean, I mean, going forward, because obviously there's no point in like previewing next week because there's no playoffs. I mean, they, yeah. it feels like they're going to lose every game from here on out, too. Um, you know, of course, there's obviously Josh Jacobs is the best player on the team now, which is crazy to think a running back is the best player on the team. I feel like when the running back's the best player on your team, you have some issues, especially when it's not your quarterback. I mean, mm-hmm. Carr could have a Carr could have a good game or a bad game, and they could still be superseded by Jacobs. I mean, yeah. at, at this point, you know, going forward, it's, it's just pretty much just straight up. Like, you know what you have with Jacobs? Cool. The offensive line is overall pretty stout. You know, it, I, I feel like the num- of, of all the picks, of all the, like, analysis we've done about players we were the most wrong on rigid incognito easily yep. off Definitely. top like that guy straight took a dookie on our faces and they <laughs> smeared it he's been the best arguably the best offensive lineman on the team yeah so i mean overall offensive line is back to looking stout again both run blocking and pass blocking um receiver court needs work quarterback is going to be in question again yeah. um but the positives like i said offensive line running back and that that's kind of it, you know. That kind of sucks. That that's pretty yeah. much it that I can say. I mean, obviously the tight ends as well, the deep at tight end. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, that's it, man. The defense literally has no positives, which sucks. And it's like you know we think about how last year ended, and we were talking about okay, cool. Well, give a car a mulligan. You know, running back was cool, but it's not a big need because even though Marshawn was leaving, they're probably draft one or it, it's easy a, a plug and play position. And that's also – I don't mean to harp on this again, but that circles back to why I said, like, I didn't like Jacobs at number 24 overall because as great as he is, I mean, look, it's like he, he can't – you know, you can't have a running back carrying a team anymore in this day and age. It's really about, like, just sur- surrounding your quarterback or having, like, somewhat of a defense. And, I mean, the fact that Clinton Furls looked more of a bust every week, I mean, of course he could still get better, but, the you know, the rally is this year he's been shit. He's been <laughs> awful. He's been trash. And the fact that he's, they're moving him inside and all over, just trying to figure out where they can find his impact is just an indicator of that. And, I mean, uh, you know, just – or at least you know running back, offensive line straight, tight end straight. I mean, whether Carr yeah. is a guy in the future, you know, or not, I feel like Gruden's going to stay with him. Still early. Of course, things can still turn. And, I mean, you know, Tyrell Williams looked okay today. Of course, he's playing injured. Everyone's playing injured at this point. And it's it's still a long rebuild, you know. Make yeah. some right free agent moves. Don't sign a bunch of veterans, please. Just because you have the cap doesn't mean you have to use it all. And then let's just figure out the draft time. I mean, hopefully the Bears lose a couple more games to drop a few spots, and hopefully the Raiders at this point tank so they can get <laughs> their picks at, the, at like better at this point. You know, maybe you can get a quarterback. Who knows? We'll just we'll just see it for the future. But hopefully they're they'll be able to figure it out, and then Gruden won't have that conservative question call that you just gave him just a while ago. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I completely agree, agree with you on the offensive line. You know, we were dead wrong on Richie. We'll put our hand up and admit that one. Dead wrong. You know, I mean, hopefully we can uh, – hopefully Raiders can bring him back and bring him back for at least a year or two. And, you know, who knows how much how, uh, how much left he's got – how much left he's got in the tank with uh, turning 37 soon. But, I mean, I do think, you know, Renfro can be a little bit – can be uh, not someone you necessarily build around, but can, you know, will definitely help that receiving core as a whole get better. Yeah. But I mean, like you said, a lot of question marks on offense. I think defense, I think, uh, you know, I think Crosby someone that they can definitely uh, be a building block for him and Trayvon Mullen. He was another guy who today I thought actually played well. Granted mm-hmm. the Jags receiving core is awful, but I mean, yeah, I, I do think they do have some good young building blocks, but right now, 
unfortunately they've got question marks at the wrong positions, which one of mm-hmm. them is quarterback. So yep, at the definitely wrong positions, and add, I'll even add another one: defensive coordinator and head coach. Yep. Which is yeah. pretty bad, especially when your head coach has to involve with the personnel decisions, <laughs> which is at least half of the reason why they're in this mess. You know, yeah. you know the drafting of Clinton Farrell or like the signing of Vontes, all, all all these players. You know, drafts yeah. trading for Antonio Brown. So I mean, you don't get a pass of that excuse like David Carr was saying, like, "Hey, they built the offense all <laughs> around God. Antonio." Okay, David come on, God. David. That excuse lasts for the first four weeks of the season. At that yeah. point, you have to adjust. You have, you have to adjust. You have to adapt. You can't keep leaning onto an excuse for a guy who quit on the team before September even came around or right when September started. Come on, don't give me that crap. I mean, yeah. it's, you know, it's just you know, the simple back and forth. I mean, it's just once again, just another uphill climb. Looks like the stairway to heaven that's in Hawaii <laughs> of how much the rebuild of the Raiders have to do. And it just... It's, you know, it's kind of it's kind of a little bit annoying that they have to keep doing this every year, and we always have to keep, you know, propping up these back of that back of the end players <laughs> as like yeah. something they they are not. Yeah. You know, like I remember last year, Marshall, probably a good. No, this guy played like what, like maybe thirty snaps this year already, and it's just once again, you know, it, it sucks that this team's so mediocre that we have to even look at the even mediocre mediocre players as someone that's going to be better when they're really not even going to reach anywhere near a top of ceiling. Yeah. So it's just the reality. And I mean, hopefully they're just able to move forward and they're able to just at least figure it out. Please just figure it out. Cause I'm tired of witnessing crap every Sunday. Yeah, for sure. Well, all right. That's all we got for you guys this week. Jose, where can the people find you? At J Sanchez SI people get at me. All right. And you can find me on Twitter at M holder 95. Follow the pod. If you're not already at sweet fly. And then of course, Send us in or give us those five star reviews wherever you get, whenever you get a chance. Other than that, until next week. Hey, loves it.